Hello and welcome to the Right House Group Podcast, where we focus on everything related to real estate in North Texas. We aim to answer some of the most common questions that we're coming across in today's market. Today, we're going to be talking about the potential first-time homebuyer credit that is expected to be announced later this week. We have a new president, and they are talking about having a first-time homebuyer credit for people to try to boost the economy. Brian, can you talk about what you've heard about what that might look like? Yeah. uh, You know, this first-time homebuyer tax credit is promising. Uh, There was one similar done back in 2012 to stimulate the housing market. That's not really a challenge right now, but the economy overall needs what it can get. This tax credit proposal is basically, you know, for anybody that is a first-time homebuyer, which federally that's classified as anybody who hasn't owned a home in the past three years, they bought a house in 2021, they would get a $15,000 tax credit, right? Not a tax deduction, an actual tax credit. So, you know, the, the challenge is, right, who qualifies for it? What are all the details? Normally with this stuff, there are income restrictions on the buyer. So you have to make less than a certain amount of money a year. And there are property limit restrictions that you have to buy under a certain amount. It's designed to help those that actually need help and not all first-time home buyers need, need the help. So that's the thought process behind it. The other thing they're working through on this one is a lot of times people will buy a house and they'll get the tax credit at the end of the year uh, or the following year whenever they file their income taxes. They're trying to convert this one to an upfront credit. So if somebody doesn't have the money for down payment or closing, they can use this credit upfront to bridge the gap to actually get into the property and elect to not take the tax credit at the end of the year. So pretty interesting. There will probably be some back and forth politically to iron out all the details to figure out what can and can't be passed. Something will happen. It will be good. The specifics of it are to be determined, but I would project that to be proposed and ironed out and finalized probably by the spring market for sure. How do the details work on first-time home buyers? Let's say I don't own a house and I marry someone that does and we jointly file taxes together. Can I buy a property as my sole and separate property as a first-time home buyer? It's a good question. So that specifically would be based on the state rules. This is a federal one. So the government will deem if somebody marries someone who already has a house, but they actually don't, what that looks like, right? Will it disqualify in period? Will they be eligible for half of the credit? These are the things that people are going to navigate through. I I would say like, yeah, I mean, you you don't want to say like, you know, because I wonder, Donald, with this, the demand that's already out there, could you imagine throwing $15,000 free out up front, what it will do? You know, it's the market is already, the demand is already just through the roof. I know. So when you do something like this, it's going to make it that much more crazy. Like, I have a client that just last week we bid on a house and our, you know, it was a house price in the mid threes range. And our offer was $58,000 over asking price. Yep. And we didn't get the house. Yep. And not only did we not get the house, but there were, in addition to the agent told me that the next, like the offer, they accepted an offer that was higher than that, but there were four offers that were very close. Our offer and three other offers and two of those offers were cash. Yep. I'm seeing so it right now. I mean, every every place is 10 plus. Something for you, Donald, I'm going to announce it next week. You and I didn't work together when I did this the first time around in 16. So I'm going to put out a video and a flyer that's called Make Up the Difference. So what that is, is if somebody's listed at 350 and they want to go in at, you know, 
375, but they have to waive the clause and the buyer's scared, blah, 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 right? Fairway or some of our investors, when it comes in, if there's a delta, they'll help the buyer make up the difference. So let's say it's 20 grand uh, over, the appraisal comes back at 10, there's a shortage of 10, right? So we can say, hey, if your real rate's 275 and you want to get 10 grand, the investor will do it at three and a quarter, blah, blah, blah. The other thing that it benefits for you and for the buyer, they can literally go at the very top on the highest and best and not feel like scared that they're going to get hung out to dry on the full bag. So that'll let them offer hard. It'll not burn the agents out so they have to write contracts all day, every day. Because all you really want to do is you want to secure the deal. Let me order the appraisal, see where it comes back. I had that twice last week, 390 offered 410, I get 410 on the nose. The other one was 350, they offered 403, 53 over, and it came back at 392. So if you can just get your hands around the game and let them know like the appraisal dictates everything, mm -hmm. a lot of times it ends up being way better than, than the list and the buyer doesn't have to come up with that much. Uh, but if you give them the makeup, the difference as a safety net, knowing that, hey, I won't be stuck holding the bag, it's just a matter of how much, it puts them in a better position. It puts the agent in a better position. And then you just offer way up knowing that I can protect some of it and it'll help them get the offer. But also sometimes when the appraisal card comes back and it's not low or it's barely low, they wouldn't have had that opportunity beginning if they just said like, man, I'm responsible for 15. It kind of cuts through. So I'm going to announce that the following week. But if okay. you have anybody that needs it between now and then, think about it. Cool. Perfect. That's and I guess that's exciting news because like you see all this stuff happening. You're like, I, I can't compete. But if you actually have a plan and you talk to, to Brian and Donald, like you can actually find ways to be competitive in a crazy market. They can yes. compete. They, they just don't want to pay 15 grand out of their own pocket over the price of the house plus 15 grand on, down the house. It'll be discouraging to their spirit. So if you're like, my bank will help me out with up to 10K, how much of that 10K? I don't know. Let me get the appraisal back and see. They feel so much more confident by doing it. And the agents won't get burned out on writing 100 offers. And if they jump the shark and just write it at the max, it makes them look good. We call them and say, hey, they're fully pre-approved. Out of the appraisal on rush, like it, it, Donald knows, it streamlines what you want, which is confidence, go, and high offer with a protection safety net. Yeah. Today, I've been chatting with Donald Wright of the Wright House Group of Compass Real Estate and Brian McCauley. For all your mortgage needs or to connect with Brian, please visit DallasMortgageNews.com. You can connect with Donald at info at RightHouseGroup.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew for Brian and Donald saying thank you for stopping by. <laughs>